The Child Support Agency in the UK has faced mounting criticism since it was established in 1993 for its failure to effectively administer a system intended to alleviate the problems of child poverty in the UK. In a recent report, Professor Ian Walker of Warwick University's Economics Department and Dr Yu Zhu from Kent University have argued that the Child Support Agency needs to simply pay mothers the amount due, replacing deadbeat dads. Professor Walker... Can you outline initially why you think the model that the Child Support Agency has been working with has, has got it so badly wrong and what, you, what you're proposing as the alternative should be? Yeah, the original Child Support Agency was designed essentially not to work. Uh, it was expected to administer a system that was incredibly complicated and where the people who were supposed to provide information had very limited incentives uh, to do so. Mums, it's usually mums who are uh, custodial, uh, mums didn't really have a strong incentive uh, to uh, finger the dads uh, because actually most mums are on income support and if you're on income support you don't benefit from child support. Child support essentially gets taken away in the form of reductions in your income support uh, entitlement. So the vast majority of of low mums were were on income support and therefore child support really didn't do very much for them. You know, ironically, the legislation was called Children Come First. Uh, in fact, the original legislation put children re- you know, really at the back of the queue. Uh, so, so the original problem was that the system was incredibly complicated, loads of information required, and the people who were supposed to provide that information really didn't have an incentive uh, to cooperate. Child support agency found it was spending all of its money trying to establish the levels of liabilities, essentially had no money left uh, to chase dads to make sure that they paid uh, their liabilities. Originally, it was impossible uh, for them to work. They were just dealt a really lousy hand by the politicians of the day. In 1997, the New Labour government uh, recognised that there was a big problem, uh, especially with the level of compliance with child support, loads of deadbeat dads, and it decided that the problem was it was too complicated. And the solution was to make it very simple. Uh, So I can see that there's some logic um, in that. The old system was complicated, so let's make it simple. Uh, so they replaced the old system with essentially a new system that required only one piece of information, and that is how much the non-custodial uh, parent, dad, usually, um, earned. Uh, so mum's income was uh, irrelevant, housing costs were irrelevant, uh, travel-to-work costs were irrelevant. All those things that were in the old format that made it very complicated uh, were no longer relevant. Uh, the other thing that the new Labour government did was to try and improve incentives for mums to cooperate and um, they did that by introducing a disregard into the income support system. So you could now receive up to £10 worth of child support before it affected your income support uh, entitlements. Um, as it turns out, compliance didn't actually increase. In fact, compliance fell. And I, I think there's uh, probably two reasons. Firstly, £10 disregard just wasn't enough. And secondly, uh, although the system was a lot simpler, simpler in this case means cruder. And 
One of the reasons why the old system was complicated was because it wanted to get a good match between people's liabilities, how much mum needed, and the ability of dads to pay. Uh, so uh, all sorts of factors were taken into account uh, in order to get a good match between liabilities and ability to pay. So the new system was very crude, and it didn't actually produce good matches between people's mm. liabilities and their ability to pay, and consequently, fewer people paid. Uh, so it's been uh, nothing short of an unmitigated disaster, um, of course, especially for the children uh, who were supposed to be the original beneficiaries. I was going to say here, I mean, uh, right at the start, you, you kind of indicated that the whole point about the Child Support Agency was to, was children first. Do you think that kind of that, that's got lost a bit in the sense of the emphasis on chasing liability has, has left the children forgotten in the equation? That's right. I, I think that you know, originally the intention was to relieve the taxpayer of the burden of all of his income support going to this mushrooming number of uh, single mums. Um, so the proportion of, of children living in uh, single-parent households had increased hugely over the 1970s and 1980s. The bill for this was essentially being carried uh, by the taxpayer, and the Conservative government of the day thought that didn't seem right and that dads uh, should, uh, uh, should pay. Um, so the, the, the emphasis was always on getting dads uh, to pay up. The, the emphasis was, ne was never really on getting the money to the kids. Uh, the, the other thing that the Child Support Agency system was essentially designed to achieve was to try and encourage mums to earn more money themselves. Mm because there was a huge increase in the number of loan mums, and guess what? They weren't working. Uh, so uh, the government of the day th felt that the other part of the solution was to, besides getting dads to pay more money, was actually to get mums to earn more uh, money. And that would, again, help alleviate the burden on the, uh, on the taxpayer. Of course, most of these mums were uh, unskilled, um, inexperienced, uh, individuals, most of them were were young, uh, may not have good labour market skills, uh, so it wasn't entirely obvious that the best thing for their children was to have these mums disappear into the labour market for long periods of time mm -hmm. to earn very low levels of income. Uh, but that, I think, was uh, the philosophy of the time: get dads to pay, get mums to earn more, so they need. Uh, less from uh, from the state. Children never really appeared in here, and yet child support we know is really important uh, for children. We know that how well children do uh, depends very heavily on household income. Has children who who live in households in poverty for long periods of time tend to do much worse on average than children who live in middle-class uh, homes. So child poverty, as the Chancellor um, uh, knows, is, um, is a really important problem. But the Child Support Agency was never really designed to address that problem. The report that you've produced makes some suggestions about how the Child Support Agency could be uh, transformed to, to put children back at the heart of the policy by actually making payments uh, directly to families. How would that operate? Yeah, so the problem is not that dads don't pay. The problem is that children don't get the money. Uh, so I would like to see the burden of delivering money to children 
being placed upon the child support agency itself. So rather than focusing on making them collect, I would like to focus to switch to them making the child support agency themselves pay. And that would then incentivize them to go and collect. At the moment, they they spend a disproportionate amount of their money on um, establishing liability and very little at all on uh, trying to make that money uh, transfer effective. Uh, So, you know, what I'd like to see is you know, a change in the incentives that the child support agency faces. Try and turn them into an insurance company mm. that essentially insures children against having deadbeat dads. But isn't the risk in that, I mean, with, with the all insurance companies need a large pot of money behind them to insure themselves against liability, but isn't the risk there that the liability is placed on the taxpayer to reinforce the system rather than the people who we, we identify as having to have, the, have the, uh, the direct liability of parenthood? Yeah, I think the important thing is to make sure that the child support agency has strong incentives and an ability uh, to chase the dads uh, to balance their books. And um, one uh, important aspect of this is to give them incentives to use their existing enforcement powers. They have existing enforcement powers to essentially wage withhold. They can actually take this money straight out of people's pay packets if they wanted to do so. And they seem to be very reluctant to use that um, use that power. Um, and yet, um, the Inland Revenue, of course, has been using their powers to do exactly that through the pay-as-you-earn system uh, for 50 years uh, now. And we all uh, willingly go along uh, mm. with it. So the Child Support Agency, unlike the Inland Revenue, you know, doesn't hasn't established an ethos where compliance is the norm. There's no culture uh, here that that um, paying your child support is the normal thing to do. Uh, and yet we have a culture of, of paying our income tax. Um, you know, ultimately, there's a threat of going to prison behind not paying uh, your, your your income tax. Um, so we've established a culture that promotes compliance in that dimension of our uh, activity, but we don't seem to have done it uh, for, for child support. Because once you've established a culture uh, of non-compliance, it becomes even more difficult to change that because habits are now embedded. One individual doesn't pay because other individuals uh, don't pay. Uh, So you get into an equilibrium uh, where nobody pays and it becomes very difficult to make anybody pay. Mm. Do you think, I mean, you drew, drew the comparison between the culture that we have around the tax system and compared to the culture that we have around the child support system, is it actually fair to make the direct comparison between the two? Because the income tax system is a fairly uh, procedural issue. It, it, you know, we pay tax, we get services in, in return. Whereas I suppose child support is a slightly more is well not slightly is a much more emotional issue and something that kind of gets to the heart of family life. Um, can we actually deal with child support in that in that? unemotional way that we approach general taxation? Uh, I, I guess there is a profound difficulty. Uh, when, it, when it comes to paying our tax, we pay our tax to uh, the tax authorities who then spend it on our behalf. We, we bear no particular grudge against the tax authorities for, for doing this. Of course, when it comes to uh, unhappy partnerships, uh, Dad, it's usually dad, uh, is is paying mum, who 
he probably doesn't like very much right now uh, in order to look to to look after his kids uh, their kids um, uh, so I, I guess fathers might perceive mothers as agents uh, for their uh, children uh, who may in principle divert uh, this child support away from the good of the children uh, towards some other ends uh, so um, this is a kind of in many cases this is a kind of adversarial uh, position that uh, uh, dissolved partners are are in and uh, I could see that um, uh, kind of bad blood between them would kind of generate uh, this possible impression. I mean, in fact, it turns out there's no evidence to suggest that uh, that mums do this. Um, in fact, all the evidence that we have suggests that that child support actually has a bigger beneficial effect on children than other forms of income uh, does. So, if I mean, if if this is a cultural issue, is this something that the child support agency can actually tackle? I, I think it's it's more difficult than if we were starting from scratch. If we were starting from scratch, establishing a culture of compliance would be a really important thing to do. But we've lost that opportunity, um, unfortunately, um, essentially because it's not the child support agency's fault. Uh, they lost that opportunity because they were given an impossible job uh, to do by our by our politicians. Um, uh, so, so you know, moving from this bad equilibrium that we have now. Uh, to one where there's a culture where everybody pays is actually going to be more difficult than if we hadn't um, had this history uh, behind us. That's why it's going to be an expensive uh, operation, at least in the short run, to change hearts and minds uh, to make compliance a more normal uh, kind of activity. So the transport agency will need more powers, will need strong incentives to use the powers they have and these new powers, and probably more resources uh, to make sure that um, uh, sufficient kind of discipline is imposed on uh, absent parents uh, that the money flows to the children. Mm. Is, is there a risk that a more punitive scheme, however, would actually alienate fathers? Yeah, I think um, you know, child support got, has got a really bad press, um, you know, partly because of the blundering up of our politicians and partly because of the inefficiency of the child support agency, um, uh, you know, nobody's been really kind of sticking up uh, for the children. Uh, uh, in my darker moments, I feel that there's a disproportionate number of deadbeat dads amongst the media, um, uh, given the uh, hostility uh, towards child support that I observe uh, in uh, in the press. Uh, you know, Fathers for Justice and pressure groups like that have. Um, I've rather t- taken a rather one-sided view. I mean, I don't really think that children have been centre stage in these uh, these campaigns. Mm. It's all about fathers, uh, not about children. Is there a sense in which the the, the kind of philosophical basis that the, the child support agency was set up in has kind of got the equation wrong? In that we seem to be building a system that picks up the pieces after the event rather than a system that tries to incentivize people to stay together and to and to um, you know make to, to make families stay as units rather than splitting up yeah I think that's right I think um, 
but, you know, because the emphasis has been on getting dads to pay, uh, we've we've kind of lost the opportunity to exploit the fact that child support itself can actually offer incentives for uh, partnerships to become better partnerships and for parents to become better parents. Uh, in particular, uh, child support is money that in principle ought to allow mums in bad partnerships to exit more easily. But child support also reduces the incentives for dads uh, to exit. Now, in practice, it, mostly it's mums that throw out the dads uh, when it comes to separations. Uh, so the only way that dads can really uh, ensure that they avoid uh, child support liability is to actually be a better partner within a partnership because that will reduce the incentives uh, for mums to kick them out. Uh, so child support, in principle, should be uh, a mechanism for uh, making partnerships into better partnerships and reducing uh, partnership dissolution rates. And indeed, that's actually what we find in our data. Mm. We've been following uh, 5,000 households uh, from 1991 onwards, looking at marriages, uh, partnerships that existed at that time and seeing uh, which partnerships uh, split up soonest. And it turns out that the, that the partnerships that split up soonest are, on average, the ones with higher child support. Um, the ones that split up soonest are the ones with lowest child support uh, liabilities. Uh, so it does seem that, that child support liability does have a, a role at, at kind of cementing uh, relationships. And it does that by essentially making relationships better. And I think that in principle, must be good for children. So child support is good for children in two ways. Firstly, it probably makes partnerships more cohesive, and that must be better for the children. And, and secondly, in the event that a partnership dissolution occurs, then at least the kids get the money. Are there examples of your model working overseas, um, or are there other countries that are getting this uh, more right than we are? Uh, I think that um, many countries do have problems. Um, United States has had a similar problem to the UK uh, for similar reasons, that there was a huge increase in single mums. Uh, the bill for that was being picked up by taxpayers, uh, so they needed to change that. And in the mid-90s, Bill Clinton uh, radically changed the welfare system uh, to encourage single mums to work, mm. uh, but also... Uh, gave states strong uh, enforcement powers and uh, stiff targets to meet uh, to increase child support compliance. Because as in the UK, child support payments before the child support agency was almost non-existent. Uh, so so the US has certainly had similar uh, difficulties as, as we've had. Uh, they've had a, an extra difficulty in that child support was administered at state level. So one way of avoiding your liability was to move across state lines. Mm -hmm. uh, now they have a federal uh, enforcement office uh, where uh, employers are forced to report uh, social security numbers, national insurance numbers, to this office so that this office knows where everybody is all of the time. So information is key uh, here. And, um, and now that U.S. has better information, I think they're getting much better compliance than, uh, than they used to. 
Uh, in Australia, information was also key. When they set up the Child Support Agency in, in Australia, a few years before we did here, uh, they made sure that uh, communication between the Child Support Agency and the tax authority w was very strong. In fact, the buildings are next door to each other. Um, the computers can actually see each other uh, in, in Canberra. Uh, whereas in, in Britain, we had this you know, antiquated computer system that the Department of Work and Pensions uh, had, uh, and the Child Support Agency was given a brand new uh, system. Uh, the new system didn't work very well anyway, and it certainly didn't talk to the old system at all effectively. Uh, so there was a huge amount of paper being pushed around uh, originally uh, by the British Child Support Agency uh, because it was important to get the information, uh, the right information in the right place to make sure that this uh, the system worked. So, so information is key. And um, uh, those countries which are going to get this right do best, I think. I think the best example is um, is actually in Denmark. In Denmark, they also have a very simple uh, child support uh, system. They used to have, in fact, they used to have an incredibly simple system, and that was that everybody got the same amount. Um, uh, now uh, they have a system where the amount that kids get is a step function of dad's income, usually dad's. Uh, so as dads get richer, uh, the amount of money that they have to pay, the amount that children get, uh, gets larger, uh, but in a discontinuous kind of way. Uh, so it's a very straightforward system, um, and you might argue, well, it doesn't match people's liabilities with their ability to pay very well. could be true, but the great thing about Denmark is that the government knows everything about everybody. Uh, for decades now in Denmark, everybody has a number, and every time you come into contact with the state, this number gets flagged. Uh, so uh, the Danish authorities... Uh, actually do have the power to take money straight out of one bank account and put it straight into another bank account. So they don't even have to involve employers in Denmark. They literally have the power to take money out of one bank account, dad's, and put it into mum's bank account. So you miss a payment next month, that's exactly what happens. The money gets taken out of your bank account uh, for this month and for last month and gets given to mum. So child support compliance is not even... On the on the agenda in uh, in Denmark, uh, they have a culture where everybody pays all of the time everything they owe. I say, are we culturally ready for that kind of government <laughs> interference in this country? I think, considering the the uh, arguments around ID cards and the information holding, whether or not uh, that kind of system would be acceptable, I, I don't know. Of course, we are thinking right now of essentially selling these liabilities to private sector firms to collect. Uh, these debts. Um, that seems a rather clumsy way because you know, I, I can envisage our courts very quickly being clogged up uh, with um, uh, with deadbeat uh, with deadbeat dads, along with all the kind of uh, minor debtors that are already mm. uh, clogging up our courts. <clears throat> so I, I, I don't think this proposal, in the long run, is going to be a, a very workable one. In, th in the short run, I can see that uh, it gets some value out of existing debt. So there's £3 billion worth of uncollected debt there. Uh, so in principle, child support agency uh, can sell that debt uh, to the private sector. It's not going to get £3 billion uh, for it, but it'll get something uh, that it can uh, it can use. And there's a distant prospect that the, that the parents may get something, uh, that the mums may get something eventually. But a much better solution would be to 
actually get this information flowing. And it could have been done. You know, we could have, uh, back in the early 90s, linked the Child Support Agency to uh, the Inland Revenue. That would have been a hugely more sensible thing to, to do because Inland Revenue has much more information about all of us uh, than the DWP uh, mm. has. Working Pensions knows about old people and disabled people and sick people and unemployed people, but it doesn't know about most people. Uh, so uh, it would have been um, hugely more sensible uh, to give uh, this task to the Inland Revenue than to link this to DWP. Uh, so it would have been much better to kind of follow the Australian model to, to kind of make sure the links between the tax authorities and um, child support uh, worked well. Uh, so we missed that opportunity. Uh, and it, 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 the reason we missed it was that Inland Revenue essentially complained that they were too busy getting their computers uh, to work themselves. Uh, so Inland Revenue had this you know, shiny new computer system. It actually would have made hugely more sense to link child support agency's shiny new computer system to the revenue's shiny new computer system than trying to get it make it with the kind of uh, grudgy old um, DWP system uh, that they that they had. Uh, so I, I think information is key, and we blew it back in the early 90s uh, in many ways, but this way uh, in particular. And uh, Inland Revenue has essentially has all of the information we require to compute ch child support uh, liabilities without involving uh, uh, a new uh, agency um, and uh, it seems to me you know, hugely more sensible in the long run uh, to make sure that CSA and the revenue computers get uh, get talking to each other. Professor Walker, thank you very much. Okay.